Hello and welcome to the Filmmaking Stuff Podcast, where you'll get insider tactics on how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your host, LA-based motion picture executive, Jason Brubaker. Today I want to talk to you about casting, and specifically I want to talk about name actors. Uh, a filmmaking stuff reader wrote me and said, Hey, Jason, does it even make sense to make a backyard indie? I mean, I don't really have the budget to hire any sort of name actor. So do I need a name actor to be successful? Okay, well, I'm going to address the idea of making a backyard indie at the end of this conversation and specific to casting. But before I do that, let's talk about name actors for a second. What the heck is a name actor? I think the best way to describe it is Think back to middle school. I don't know about your situation, but when I was in middle school, uh, you'd go to the cafeteria and it was somewhat of a frightening experience because you immediately had to figure out where you sat in the pecking order. And there was an absolute pecking order in terms of over there in in my cafeteria on the right-hand side, there was this one table and that's where all the popular people sat. Um, So if you sat at that table, you were instantly popular. And just next to that table, there was the semi-popular table. Um, I I happened to sit in that one, by the way. just so embarrassing to even talk about this but but you know what's goofy about Hollywood and this whole thing is like I see that pattern over and over again and you know I'll save that for another podcast but let's talk about this idea name actor why do you want to have a name actor in your film well it's because if you're working with that name actor you're glomming onto their popularity if you put Brad Pitt in your film it's no longer in a sense your film you're making a Brad Pitt film. And you're doing that on purpose because you're hoping that because Brad Pitt has invested in his career so much and he has such global popularity that by putting Brad Pitt in your film, you're going to attract some of that popularity. You're going to have Brad Pitt in your film and it's going to help you sell your movie, right? It's going to help you move units of your film. If you do a theatrical release, it's going to help you sell tickets and get butts in the seat. So Fair enough, okay? You get Brad Pitt in your film, you're suddenly sitting at the popular table in middle school, uh, and you're paying a lot to do that. But the thing is, the reason why studios and people that raise such ginormous budgets to hire a guy like Brad Pitt, the reason they do that is because they're hoping to not only earn back the money that they paid Brad Pitt, but they're hoping that the popularity is so great that they're going to make a huge profit margin on top of what they might have paid Brad Pitt. So again, even though those numbers are are ginormous, uh, the return on investment is there, you know, theoretically to go above and beyond what the heck you're paying. But here you are, you're making a backyard indie. Maybe for some of you, you're graduating from short films to your first feature. Some of you are, are, you know, you've already made a feature or two and now you're raising money to make something a little bit bigger. And you don't yet have the budget to hire Brad Pitt. By the way, I don't know why I'm, you know, talking about Brad Pitt. It could be Reese Witherspoon or any number of different, you know, actors that that have some popularity. But you don't have the budget to hire these A-list actors. So what are you going to do? Well, you're going to work your way down. Okay, so you can't hire Brad Pitt, but maybe there's the up-and-coming B-list actor that has a lot of popularity and people seem to know him or her. Uh, Maybe you don't have the budget for that or the connections for that. Maybe there's the actor that you used to follow as a kid and now that actor's kind of aging out of a lot of roles, but they're available to work and they want to work. And now, you know, you, you take an aging movie star that's now suddenly affordable and you find a way to get them into your film. And lo and behold, they have international appeal. 
uh, and, and you can sell units overseas uh, from territory to territory using a, a sales agent. Maybe you don't have access to any of that kind of stuff. You're still, you know, I grew up in rural Pennsylvania. Maybe you're in a small town somewhere and you're getting together with a lot of other filmmaker enthusiasts in your town and you're like, hey, we don't have the connections for all of that. Who should we cast? Well, you might want to reach out to some social media stars, you know, people that have huge followings in social media because, again, you're trying to leverage the audience that they already have in hopes of making your film become a product that's valuable that people are going to pay for. And you might say, well, Jason, you know, uh, that was great back in 2013, but these days all these social media stars know their value and they're almost as expensive as, as hiring a B actor, or in some cases an A-list actor. Totally get it, by the way. Many of these uh, social media stars are represented by big agencies like William Morris Endeavor, uh, etc. So what do you do then? Well, if you're making a backyard indie and you know exactly how many units you need to sell, let's say you're making, let's say you're making a, a $10,000 backyard indie. Well, the next thing you might want to do is you might want to cast the local newscaster in your film because everybody in your hometown knows who that person is and it won't take you all that, all that many sales to recoup you know, your $10,000 investment because you're using somebody that has some sort of name recognition. And if you take that route where you're using the local newscaster, now you have built-in publicity. I mean, when the film's available and you have a premiere, how difficult do you think it's going to be to get press around the film when you, in fact you know, hired somebody that works in the press to be your actor. So, you know, none of this stuff is guaranteed to work in every, every film, right? But what we're trying to do here with this thought process is we're trying to mitigate risk no matter what level you're working at. Again, whether or not you're making a big studio film or you're making a backyard indie, you're still trying to mitigate risk so that you can make a little bit of a reward on top of that. And answering the big question, who's in your film, goes a long way uh, towards helping you achieve some positive goals for your film. So again, I, I, my hope is that this is helpful. It gets you thinking a little bit. Um, and if you need anything, you know, always reach out to me. I'm Jason at Film Making Stuff. Hey, the other thing I want to talk to you about too is I'm, I'm buddies with this guy, Tom Malloy. You've probably heard me talk about him. If you get my emails, I, I talk about him a lot. Um, him and I have come together and we've created some educational products it's mainly Tom doing, you know, all the educating stuff and it's me doing all the producing stuff. But nonetheless, if you go over to movieplanpro.com and once again, it's movieplanpro.com, you can grab a copy of Tom Malloy's business plan template. Now, Tom has raised over $25 million that he's used to produce, you know, and this is over the span of his career. It's not like he did that for one film, but he's produced quite a few films. He's learned a thing or two about film finance. And at a certain point, I got him to share his business plan template. But not only that, because the template's pretty light and that's by design, but not only that, but Tom has created some educational videos within his movie plan template. And I would recommend uh, definitely if you take advantage of the deal to watch all of the videos and, and really let uh, some of the stuff that Tom's learned through his career sink in. And that's going to help you as well, uh, especially as it relates to casting and raising enough money to hire a cast. So again, I'm, I'm Jason um, over here at Filmmaking Stuff. And if you want to take advantage of uh, the Movie Plan Pro deal, head on over to movieplanpro.com. Otherwise, I will catch you on the next podcast. 
Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Filmmaking Stuff podcast with Jason Brubaker. If you like our show and want to get more filmmaking info, make sure you check out filmmakingstuff.com and join us every week for new filmmaking tactics. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.